Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with We Are All Psychic, and tonight we have a special episode. It's a Halloween episode, and we have Misty and Bunny and somebody very mysterious who you've heard about before, Megan. And we're going to tell you ghost stories from a psychic point of view. (laughs) We're all terrified, too. (laughs) So, Bunny, Misty, (laughs) Megan, say hello in any order. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so as, as working as a psychic or being, you know, around that kind of energy and exploring it, sometimes some scary things happen. All of us have been there and you don't have to necessarily be exploring this stuff to have it happen. So who would like to start with a good, scary Halloween story? Bunny, Bunny, would you like to start? <laughs> we both did it. Bunny. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, guys. Uh, throw me right into the limelight. She's the Thanks. She's the one. Um, so I guess what I'll bring up is the one I uh, talked to you about earlier, Lisa, is uh, we're having some paranormal activity in my house. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not everybody knows this, but I, my husband and I, we live in my father-in-law's house and my sister-in-law lives here. And then every other weekend, her two sons do. So it's a lot of people, a lot of different energies. Um, but it's kind of like ongoing through the years. Lisa and Megan know a lot about it. Um, there's always, I call it the heebie-jeebies. Because I'm not so attuned to like my medium side. So when I get the creeps, as I call them, it's like the hair stands on the back of my neck. It's like, that's how I know mm-hmm. that there's something around. And, you know, I'll take pictures at night and send it to uh, the psychic cat chat and things like that and see, you know, what do you guys see? Because I don't, I can't see. I don't have that gift or maybe I'm just not attuned to it but no you do so, if, if you're feeling it you do feel you do have the gift yeah you, you it's, know it's there I mean I know it's there I just yeah. I can't see it and I think maybe yeah. the visualizing it, yeah, yeah yeah and and the intentions as well you know if I'm in the kitchen making the sandwich or something you know how if somebody walks up behind you and they're like what are you doing and they're looking over your shoulder I feel it and I think it like it's then the, my yeah, own it's, thoughts. it's definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, my sister-in-law, she, and, and I can, I don't know if I can put a picture in here. Let's see. Chat. Let's see if I can drop this picture in there for you guys. Well, maybe I can't. <laughs> um, well, Lisa and Megan have seen it. Um but I'll, I'll send it to you, Misty. So yes, I want to see in my hallway, um, there's two, three doors on the left, one on the right and one straight ahead at the end. And the first door on the left is my sister-in-law's bedroom. The next door on the left is a closet. And then the last door on the left is my bedroom. Then on the right is the bathroom. And at the end is my father-in-law's bedroom. So I guess um, last week sometime, my sister-in-law said that there was a loud bang, like, can you hear that? Oh, yeah, I can hear that. 
So I asked her and I asked her specifically, did it feel like knuckles or a bang? Mm. And she said it felt like a bang and it woke her out of a dead sleep. She sleeps pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that it happens in like 15 minute intervals. So what in my mind, I'm, happen? Uh, this morning, she said it happened about two o'clock. Mm. Every night, is I, it around that time or is it like? Um, she can't remember about what time it was last time, but last night or well, early this morning um, is when it was the worst she's experienced. And and there's a lot of other experiences in the house, but last night specifically, um, it woke her out of a dead sleep and she thought it was the wall um, between my bedroom and hers. But the thing is, we have that closet. Right, right. Plus my closet and her closet. So it's all like there's there's no way it came from my bedroom because it would have woke me up. I went to bed at midnight. Right. Um, so she said she heard it. It woke her up. She started to fall back asleep. And then 15 minutes later, another one. Well, the third time it happened, it woke my nephew up because he sleeps in there. He's in first grade. He has a, a, a Wii console. So, you know, when the console is turned on, the the controller glows okay yeah but she specifically remembers turning the console off so the controller was off but the time it woke my nephew up his controller was glowing but the console was off it she hears the knocks and it's about 2 a.m she said just about 2 a.m so i woke up at 4 this morning i took a shower I left my um, shampoo and stuff in the bottom part of the tub standing up. And she said that when she was already awake because the bangs on the door, or the wall, she says she can't tell if it's the door or the wall, but the door is right next to her head and her head is right next to a wall. So we're not really sure. I'm surprised I didn't hear it because my room's right next door and I'm a really light sleeper. But she said when I came out of the bathroom and went, into my living room, which is off of the house. Um, she said it sounded like one of the shampoo bottles got knocked off the top and made a loud clang in the bottom of the tub. Now, if that had happened, my father-in-law would have woke up because he has like Vulcan hearing. <laughs> and um, she said she went in there, nothing had moved. Uh, nothing was laying over. Everything was standing up like it was supposed to. And it's to a point where it kind of bothers her. Yeah. And so she wanted to talk to me about it. And um, my nephew, he's got some allergies going on. So she requested that I don't burn any sage until tomorrow. But uh, in past experiences in the house, I have seen shadows in the hallway, especially in the doorway of my father-in-law's room, which I pointed out in the picture, just really tall, skinny shadow. Just think like, and I know this, it'll add to the creepiness, but Slenderman. Uh, Slenderman. <laughs> Thank you. Go That's there. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> we yeah. all thought yeah. of Slenderman. <laughs> so just think, think Slenderman. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm one of those people that's kind of like always on the offense. So I don't get scared easily. But if it's enough to creep me out, like thoroughly creep me out, then I know there's something going on. So a few weeks ago, probably like three weeks ago, my husband came out of the hallway bathroom, which is the door on the right, 
to go towards our bedroom. And he swears he thought I was standing in the hallway waiting to scare him in the dark. But I was in bed. So when he came in the bedroom, he kind of jumped like. <laughs> That's when you really got him. <laughs> weren't, weren't you just in the hallway? No, I've been laying in bed. <laughs> He's like, there was somebody in the hallway. And it needs to be said, my husband is like one of the biggest skeptics. He really just, he has a hard time grasping anything psychic or gifted. So he's telling me that. And I know in the past few years, I've had something grab my leg in my sleep. Like mm. where, where my shin is, we'll just grab it. Like it's trying to pull me mm. down towards the end of the bed. When do you mm-hmm. wake up? Are you asleep and you wake up to that or? Oh, it wakes me instantly because I mean, I didn't know if it happened when you were awake too. And then, or it just happens uh, when you're asleep. It happens when I'm kind of like lucid dreaming, maybe mm, like, like just anything. getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's when a lot of people talk about um, sleep paralysis and seeing mm-hmm. things is when you're lucid dreaming too. So, <clears throat> um, so. Uh, with lucid dreaming, though, a lot of things are, are like going on. So are you like theoretically halfway out your body, like astro projection type of thing? And then you're halfway in the spirit realm anyway. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and so my sister-in-law's bedroom always gives me the creeps, not just because it's always dark in there, but I have videoed myself going down the hall and turn towards her room and turn back. And I've seen things on camera that I wouldn't have seen with my own eyes. Yeah. And she is. So she says that she has also felt something grab her foot in the past and also sit on her bed near her foot. Mm. Not in the same instance. Foot fetish. Foot <laughs> <laughs> like fetish. Now that's, that's scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. but um so I can tell you that it does it honestly doesn't feel like my mother-in-law is around she usually comes around like near her birthday and stuff when the family's like really thinking about her um but I've been working a lot lately and my father-in-law just went back to work and his energy in the house is very like man of the house dominating and it just kind of fills the whole house. So when he's not here and there's no one else here, the house has like this really strange emptiness that you can almost taste. Like the air is just really thick. Mm-hmm. And it's in times like that in years past where, you know, I've made myself known verbally, like, I live here. This is my house. I would, girl. I would, yep. I mm. would appreciate it if you would respect my space. Mm-hmm. My living room is my space. Please do not cross this threshold. Don't make me sage my room more than I already do. Um, you want to wander around the house? That's great. Just please don't mess with anybody. And that that usually works. But this this time just to me in feeling their vibes when they're telling me the story, feeling their energy, I think they're genuinely concerned and scared. And my nephew came in here earlier and I had, I caught him on audio. He said, Aunt Bunny, Uncle Chaz said, if you had heard a loud bang, you would have ran in the living room and slept in there with him. And don't lie to me because I know you won't lie to me. 
<laughs> you know, he's in first grade. He's adorable. So I was like, well, yeah, of course, because I don't like to sleep by myself, which is true. And um, it's bothering my nephew. It's bothering my father-in-law who says he's been hearing cups rattling in the sink or like this strainer. Um, my father-in-law has felt presences before and I've done readings for him before. Um, it always, my mother-in-law always comes through whenever I do yeah. his readings. Um, I know that my, at least they asked me in the chat earlier, you know, is my sister-in-law maybe repressing a lot? Um, she does repress a lot. She doesn't show it, but she's so, um, she keeps to herself so much that it honestly, I can't feel it unless she visually gets upset. Um, she's really good at just kind of keeping that stuff to herself. Mm-hmm. So my first thought is always going to go to, okay, is there more stress in the house? Has there been fighting in the house? Is there like money stress going on? Um, none of that. Nothing's changed other than my father-in-law going back to work and the house being empty of his dominant energy. So I'm not sure where else to go with it other than uh. saging the house doing my you know verbal assurance that you're not going to mess with us you know so what do you guys think i would i I don't know i would ask some guides to help y'all too i would think you know ask spirit guides to assist you if it's anything malignant or if anybody has an issue like if she did have something going on with her energy that's disturbing her or anyone in the house is a good thing to like let them know they can talk about it of course but that doesn't mean they will (laughs) especially if it's if it is an issue like that she's so repressed but I would wait it out and just see what else happens and try to you know put pieces together like like you know the foot fetish oh Gandalf do not turn my computer (laughs) off oh um (laughs) he wanted to all you face um I would watch for a while and look at you know, things that are consistent, like the feet in particular. And I mean, there could be something to the foot fetish, you know, like there could be a reason that the feet are so interesting. Maybe this person was missing a foot if it's a spirit, or maybe somebody feels like they don't have a leg to stand on or something like that in that, who has psychic energy. Cause I've, I think Holly has very strong psychic energy. Like it's because oh, yeah. of how hard she can repress it, how she can just collapse her energy inside and almost be invisible, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a few things that I do want to test out um, before I sage. Um, I was thinking about taking my phone in the, her bedroom and just recording the dead mm-hmm. airspace. Oh, yeah. That's what I was seeing, thinking. Yeah, at night. And, and seeing what I can pick up. Like, she sleeps with a fan, though. So you really would only get fans. So if I do it, it'd have to be during the day. She keeps blackout curtains. So it's pretty dark in there anyway but maybe like when I get up in the morning before I go to work I'll set my phone in there for you know 30 minutes and see what I can pick up um outside of saging I told her you know I have some protection oils if that will make you feel comfortable she has her Himalayan salt lamp in there which is really bright as you can Mm. tell from that picture (laughs) yeah it's a bright Um, one outside of that you know like I've gone like ghost hunting spirit hunting before and I have some really good pictures of interesting experiences but in my own house past the normal stuff that I would do I'm not really sure what else to think but to me it seems really noisy you know yeah 
and I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to say like, oh, it's a poltergeist, but it happens early in the morning or like just sometime midnight or after before the sun comes up. And that's the only thing I can think of because I just don't think it's her energy. Do you think somebody could be messing with somebody in the spirit could be messing with somebody in the house and that could be creating like not the spirit itself doing something, but maybe they're messing with somebody on purpose. You know, well, I think because of her strong psychic energy, it's possible she just attracts things. Yes, yes. And she she works in retail, so you don't know what <laughs> she's going to pick up. That sounds like a joke. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you don't know what energy she's bringing home. I mean, it's a joke and a pun all in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, terrifying, any, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it. I mean, it's terrifying for my nephew. I bet it is. That's what I was worn, worried about was him. Yeah. Does Chaz and, has has your husband seen anything? Yeah, at all. He, I mean, he, he saw that shadow in those the hallway. Are, yeah, 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 the night he came out of the bathroom, and like I said, he's one of those people that even if he experienced it, I feel like he still wouldn't believe it. Yeah, you yeah. know, he'd um, rationalize it away. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, as husbands often do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, what what do you guys think in seeing the pictures now and you know what do you think misty um i think that um i would definitely be you know concerned about that the younger one um but i also think that you know you have the power you know definitely to stand your ground and and doing that i think that that would probably be the most powerful thing you could do when you are ready for it all to end you know, you said you wanted to yeah. do a little bit more investigating with it, but, um, yeah. you know, I think that, that you've got the power to do that. And like, and sometimes like I'll get those feelings, you know, like something is, um, you know, not so good next to me and I'll like picture, um, like a white bubble around me mm-hmm. and like a protection, you know, and, yeah. and that helps me. And I know Lisa, we, we've talked about that before too. Um, so, I mean, you know, that would help you know especially like maybe tell the um is it a little boy you said your nephew mm-hmm. yeah. yeah maybe uh tell him that that's what he can do when he's scared is you know imagine like a bubble around him of protection you know maybe that hey, yeah and that would start him young if it. he's her if he's her son you know he might i mean not, that's not the only reason but he might learn those you know keeping his energy closed off yeah and and then he would have this happen to him so it's a good like for him to learn that too maybe yeah yeah i mean otherwise i would just wait and keep seeing what's happening and looking for patterns so you've got the time you've got the leg or foot you know shin area like something going on around that area and interest you feel like it's the left and right is the left for both of you because i'm picturing it being the left i think because you would it was the right for me but i believe it was her left okay Okay. So I don't know if there would be, okay, that wouldn't be then, you know, but look for all kinds of similarities. Like I remember you had said she thought something she heard was a shampoo bottle in the bathroom and she looked and everything was fine. Right. But yeah. like what yeah. it sounds like to you can even be a cue as to what there, if it's a spirit, what's trying to get through, like wash your hair. 
Yeah. <laughs> it just seems no. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's your sign. Um, no, really. But if it's if it's loud enough to be like a, you know, like a loud. Oh, I'm not saying bang. it was a shampoo. I'm just saying whatever comes to your mind is a clue as to what it. Well, might I'm saying what bang. woke her up. Yeah. Oh, okay what her what woke her up why wouldn't my father-in-law have heard it he keeps his bedroom yeah, door open yeah you know and he's a light sleeper um, so. i i would have heard it but yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and like i said she's got she's attracted <gasps> stuff in the past um oh i just had an idea if if you can get like some kind of I think I bet Chet, your husband could figure out some way to do this. Have something set up on your phone to record sound only when it's being when it hears yes. sounds. Like you know those those, those yeah. like kind of security things that picks up sounds and stuff. Yeah. So if it yeah. would like see if it picks up on that and she hears it. You know time. what? They have those sleep apps that record you when you're sleeping when That's you right. start making noise. That's right. Yeah. Hey, they also that. there's also an app that you can get that's pretty good that you can um it actually picks up a uh, spirit waves and voices mm-hmm. um i can't remember the name of it i'll try to I'll i think you did it. tell me about that i'll put it in yeah, the description and, if you um, find it yeah and you can actually it, it tells you where like um high energies are it's kind of like the the spirit boxes they use in like all the shows and stuff but it's, so it's an like app. An emf type thing yeah but you, okay, but it okay. actually will speak to you too like it, it'll it'll say you know it'll have like green and red um yeah. for higher energies and um it, it, and sometimes you can get them to actually talk to you through it um okay. so you could try yeah yeah you, you could try that i've done it before but it kind of freaked me out so i, I stopped oh i hear a scary story <laughs> coming is it your turn misty oh well you well, know yeah. it, it wasn't anything big but you know well i want to hear you could try that definitely send me if you can remember what it's called send me a message it goes something but um i will find it i will find it and send it to you and it's just an app that you download and um i actually uh i got it the idea from a ghost tour that i went on in um uh, i think it was nashville i went on a ghost tour and the woman Mm -hmm. that was doing it uh was telling us about it you know and how okay. it, it was pretty accurate so That's i cool. downloaded it and messed with it yes. for a little while but you know i wasn't trying to attract anything negative so <laughs> i kind of mm. just you know it sounds like the experience. modern day ouija board doesn't it yeah like the phone just a little bit back to you when they you know it does yeah 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 what, what, so. what do you think megan Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why, like, horror-based, horror movies, like, nowadays are based off of, like, our intimacy with electronics and our yeah. everyday use, because they're, like, right by our side, so it is, like, something that's, like, right with us, like, it's- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but as far as the haunting in your house, I think poltergeist is definitely an interesting idea, uh, only because some people are portals, you know, especially if they are, you know, repressing that psychic energy, you know, energy and never dies and it's never created it's just transferred right so if she's deflecting it where's it going um i would just make a detailed timeline and i like that too yeah time she would missy was feeling time and i was feeling like catching like things that are similar 
and writing guys, it down. Yeah. You guys exactly. know how I am about time. So <laughs> what is it's, time? It's time is money. Like, <laughs> that money too. Power, power is pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that's my story. And, uh, you know, maybe I it's can a give to you guys be continued. an update. Yeah, we need an yeah, update. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we mm-hmm. definitely need an update. Yeah. We, we will for sure. We'll rejoin on this. Yeah. But I'm, I'm interested pow-wow. in Misty's story. I am too. I see that little dot on a Misty. Well, see, she's I, got a dot. I, I, I don't <laughs> Do you guys know what see story that? to tell. I mean, I've got lots. I've got so many stories. I don't know where to go. But um, I guess I will... I guess I'm going to tell the scariest one because, okay. you know, it's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Let's get the scariest you can get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was living in an apartment, a little townhouse. <laughs> Your dog is getting you. Oh my, God. Uh, my cat was doing that a little bit earlier. I was trying to listen. And I was like, like getting I've him got away. this little winter dog that attacks my face <laughs> randomly. Okay. And that's scary. I think um, the dog's scared. I think she's scared. Yeah, she is. She's like, don't talk about it. <laughs> anyway, um, I was living in this townhouse and I had um my two daughters that were living there and um my boyfriend at the time. And stuff started happening like I could to the T every night at exactly I think it was 3 15 in the morning there would be this um this clock that would go off by itself Hmm. and it it like it the batteries and stuff you could take it out it didn't you could unplug it it didn't matter that's when it was it like 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 an alarm clock that makes that well it was kind of like it was kind of like one of those old clocks, you know, um, if I'm remembering right, because it's been a few years, but it would just go off by itself, you know, and I had a friend of mine stay over there and I would be like, look, because we'd stay up, you know, all night when we were younger. And uh, <laughs> I would be like, watch at 3.15, this stuff mm-hmm. is going to go off. And she would sit by me and she's like, okay, but she knew all the crazy crap that always happened to me. So she believed it. And then when it happened, she was like, wow. And then, <laughs> I'm sorry, my dog. <laughs> Puppy love. <laughs> Says, don't talk about it. You're scaring me so much. Ooh, mama. Anyway, I'm just going <laughs> to continue the story. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Do so, you want me to pause it for a minute? or? No, I'm just going to run my mouth. <laughs> okay I'm just, I'm i love sorry. it i love it when you run your mouth no no here we go I'm <laughs> okay so anyway she it started happening at like 3 15 every night and you know there were a few other strange things happening but um it wasn't like too weird it was just stuff that was going you know happening and um so it started getting worse and other things started happening and like like you what was would going on go outside huh like what kind well, of stuff was going on you would on? go outside and um like look in the second story because it was a townhouse wow. and like it doesn't matter if it was like cold hot or whatever there would be like this like skull like figure in um 
in the window. Oh, that's so and, creepy. That stuff creeps me out, man. Yeah, that stuff gets me. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I was like, you know what? It's probably just, you know, a coincidence. So, you know, I was trying to reflection make in my something. Head. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I knew that the stuff was going off. And I also knew that, like, if things started going off after three, you know, that's considered, you know, the hour in which, um, the witching hour that christ died on, on the cross or something or, or, or satan and christ in three o'clock right. i know what you're talking about i've heard of that that yes, thing before it, it's yeah it's supposed to be like um a high awakening hour yeah like it's supposed to three. be i think it's supposed to be when the veil between our side and the other is the thing yes 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 so um anyway all this stuff's happening and um you know, I have a lot of the dreams too. And um, so one night I was upstairs and my kids were in across in, in the bedroom across the hall and um, my boyfriend was downstairs and there's a few people over and I was passed out and I had like this dream, this like demon was trying to get me. And um, I was like being chased with this demon and when I woke up I couldn't move like it it had me to where it was like holding me down like almost choking me and I was like paralyzed (sighs) and um it like freaked me out so I went downstairs you know because obviously I was awake by then I go downstairs and I sit on the couch and I'm looking at my boyfriend and I'm like, dude, something is not right. I mean, all this is happening and now it's coming in my dreams, you know, it, something's just not right. And <clears throat> so I got him to get the camera and um, I was sitting on the couch and he took a picture. Like, like remember what you said about feeling things and then taking pictures? Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. I, got, I got him to do that. And it was like one of the the Polaroids that comes out, you know, and, and you look at the picture and I I looked at it and I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, there was an actual head of a skeleton looking thing in the picture. Um, uh, and I mean, there was nothing. Do you still have it? I wish I did. Oh, I wish I did. He had it. it on his <laughs> yeah, that's oh, terrifying. I wish I still had it because yeah. it was, it was, it, it, you would look at the picture and you'd be like, damn, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, I can't imagine. That's just, that's just nuts. So at this point, I'm really freaked out. So I go upstairs and, um, you know, in, in the dream, this demon is chasing me, but it's also trying to get my kids. So I, I immediately go upstairs and, because my daughter's screaming my oldest daughter and at this time she was probably they were both very young they're like 19 months apart I think they were probably like um maybe five and seven at this at this point anyway she's screaming um in the other room and so I immediately run upstairs and I grab both of them and I put them in my bedroom and I put my oldest daughter that was screaming on my bed and she like had her eyes like halfway opened, halfway closed. Like you could only see the whites of them. And she would be like staring at me. (laughs) And it freaked my shit, (laughs) you know, because this is my kid. And um, 
I, I kept looking at her and, and I was talking to my boyfriend and trying to figure out what we were gonna do. And she's like following every move I make with those white eyes, you know? <laughs> and it, anyway, it, it, it got really bad after that night. And um, I remember the next day I was like, something's gotta give. And we ended up saging everything and um, we ended up getting like some holy water and we went through the whole house. And um, I, I think that we got rid of it because I mean, after that, it, it, we never had any problems. What do you think but it before, was? Before all that started, you know, you guys are talking about Ouija boards. Um, I was actually playing with a Ouija board right when I first, first moved into the townhouse and I was okay. playing by myself. Oh, <laughs> um, and I think that that's probably um, the door opening for that one. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, he invited it right in. Yeah. This is why. This is why I say you should yeah. be really experienced and do it not alone. <laughs> yeah, I was young. We kind of like sex. Well, <laughs> that too. No, yeah. I. Uh, I just like. I don't know. I think I've always had that sixth sense and just knowing things that I shouldn't touch, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ouija boards has always been one of them. Yeah. Oh, now that I had my hands all over the Ouija board as a kid, and it would never do a dang thing for me. Everybody I know has stuff that happens with them with the Ouija yeah. board. Bobby's sitting there. <laughs> and I do it alone. I do it with friends. I did it. You know, I did all of it. It never, nothing ever happened with one ever. Only I mean, one time something like, happened, but it was just somebody in the room freaking out. Oh yeah, yeah. One is so bad. I know, <laughs> I I know. Trust me, you're not missing anything. No, I Mm-mm. guess not. <laughs> no. I've never had a good experience with one. So yeah, yeah. So Megan, I'm... oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I was gonna say it sounds terrifying. It honestly. does. It was. It's like, sound, I mean, I just, yeah. Like, what do you think it was? I mean, I think it was just a negative entity that I had brought in. You know. Yeah. Like when I was doing the Ouija board and I think it was trying to scare me. Or then again, you know, I've had, you know, these dreams about, you know, demons chasing me all my life, you know, and it could have been like one of those demons, you know, manifestation of it. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. All I know is we got rid of it and that was was the end of it. (laughs) That was the important part. Yeah, I was, I was happy because you know i watch a lot of shows and a lot of times it's not that easy to get stuff so um whatever we did it, it worked so. did you do anything just... like asking it to go when you were saging and stuff did you put any intention like out there to like like release it or anything i'm just curious if you did because I, um, I i never had i'm that. trying to think i think most of the energy that we put out was like um positive and i had like um this real religious um my ex-mother-in-law was very, very religious and I had her come in and do it. I was like, here, have at it. Um, <laughs> so she got the Bible out and she just went, she went on and on and on and I just let her do her thing and whatever she did worked. Um, That's great. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. she put, she did kind of like push it out or, or let it go yeah, kind of one mean, or the other. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, I didn't know, like we, like I said, we, we did some other things too and she was with us, but she yeah. was the only person I knew at that time. You know, there was no internet back then. Yeah. Yeah. So you tried to figure something person. out. Yeah. Right. I was like, well, oh, that's well, great. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, but that, that, that's one of them. One of them. 
But guess uh, what? It's somebody else's turn now. That's right, Megan. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Lisa and Megan know how I am because I'm a, I'm one of those always on the offense people. But <laughs> I can just imagine, like you know that you guys ever seen the Emperor's New Groove? Yes, I the love cartoon. that movie. Okay, you know the part where he like kicks the door open. And he's like, "Boom, baby!" Okay, I can totally imagine myself just busting your front door open. Like, "What's up, bitches? I'm here. What's up? Come at me, bro! Boom, baby!" <laughs> yeah, who are you gonna call? She is ghost busting. There's some ghost busting going on over there, bunny. There really is. <laughs> <laughs> all right Megan you got a story for us uh I I mean I don't have a super scary story or anything but I remember the first time that it scared the shit out of me um actually seeing something like like for real yeah real because usually when I see stuff you know it's in my mind's eye or it's in like um like more of like a, a meditation vision skate type of thing but like walking down the street and seeing something, it was a face superimposed over a man's face walking down the street. And I remember being so instantly terrified and like my whole body just lost all of its heat and I was chilled to Ooh. the bone. Wow. And just was like, my first thought was like, I hope it didn't see me. Like that was, I would just remember being terrified. I've never seen it again. I've only truly seen it once. Um, But since that moment, I've had seen other entities in a physical form like that. Um, Rare and in between, mostly animals, but I mean. So it's like an animal face on a person or you've seen it? No, it was like a rotten man's face on top of another man's face. Oh, so you kind of, do you think you, what do you think you were seeing? What do you think you're seeing? Possession. Oh, that's scary. Holy. I was going to say. Okay, that was a terrifying story. (laughs) I was going to say like maybe a reaper. (laughs) Oh my God. I was a child. It was, it truly was. I was probably like 11. Oh, Mm-mm. I was I can't gonna imagine. say like maybe it was a reaper, but now that you say like possession, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. For those I of you who have any like predatory feeling of like this thing would eat me. That is really, it does, really creepy. So. Yeah, it does, I guess. I'm yeah. Eleven. <laughs> so well, Me- case- Megan, um some one thing the audience doesn't know about Megan, because they if they've been listening, they've met Bunny. And of course they've met Misty and me. But uh Megan has a very uncanny unique ability to scry and we've talked about scrying before but it's when you look at something and you see like a truth of some sort that's mysterious and hidden and 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 so she yeah she's it's hard to get into it's hard to describe exactly what she does but when she says she saw that yeah (laughs) what did you see uh, it on like where did you see it like where were you yeah walking down the street just walking down the street on the street it was just like passing like in passing so it was like a stranger that yes so was yeah it, i was like, with my mom you think it was, was a person that was getting possessed oh i'm i don't i don't know i just it's just a terrifying memory oh no i, I think could, it might be some like that that was just that was her first like you know she thought it like as a possession already is the impression i got you know like they were already yeah. possessed yeah you know? yeah 
well see yeah yeah, but I'm also kind of like a skeptic so one I was terrified and two I thought I was crazy for a long time and then three with having that yeah I know that's like a phase of your enlightening (laughs) skepticism do y'all believe in possession yeah that's what I was about to get to with a with like a religious catholic background of course you know I'm gonna think along the lines of the devil and possession when it really honestly it could have been anything but I know like what I felt and it was like I was scared it was definitely evil yeah Oh, for sure, for sure. Whether like whatever name we want to put on it, it was yeah. not something that I wanted. Not good juju, bad juju, very <laughs> bad, bad juju. and terrifying. Yeah, like, it could also, you know, the first thing I thought of when you described that was seeing like their their true soul, like the true thing inside them that makes them act the way they do is kind of what it made. But it's the same possession to me is it is like something taking over. I think it can be an energy. I don't know about entities, but except I've read about mediums who channel and I, I'm, I've never channeled personally like that um, where they let they open up they get out of their own body and they let the spirit enter their body I've never yeah, done that yeah and like bunny shaking her head no I don't really want to do that either oh I don't um, even I've heard about it yeah you know you gotta and, be really you gotta be really really strong-willed to be able to yeah. allow that to happen yeah and then no be way. able to kick them back out later yeah no, because like ever. Well, like she said, you know, like it was going to eat her. She had that feeling like it it could eat her. But in in the research I did into demonic possession is it really does eat you from the inside. I believe it. Because, I mean, you know, from what I've um, read and, and, um, you know, seen on like documentaries and stuff, you know, the person gets very sick. You know, you know, so that would make sense that, you know, from the inside out, I mean, Mm -hmm. most of them, most of them die, you know, if they're truly, you know, bad off because they get so sick and, 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 uh, you know, their insides actually decay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just terrifying. So that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, y'all are scaring me, my gosh. But you know uh, what, though? You know what, what, what I wonder, you know, is like, Lisa, like when, when um you read the book, I'm just going to call it the book from now on, you know, they talk about how like there is no um like negative energy, you know, like when we die. Right. You know, it's all positive and I think in one part of the book it talks about like how how um like here on earth all the negative uh things and the negative energies that we put out is like a part of us or something it's a manifestation kind yeah, of yeah like a manifestation like yeah. yeah so what do you believe then when it comes to that me or Megan yeah you. oh um I think that I don't know uh I have some experiences like I never really believed in demonic possession or anything demonic or angelic but uh got a big lesson in that a couple years ago so I think there's just a lot of different kinds of uh like spirits and types of energy fields that are kind of a spirit and I feel like demons are probably one of them and i feel like angels are one of them and i feel like spirit guides are some and as far as in reference to the book i think the book has to do with the place we all like it's like source i guess you could say the place that is in between lives it is safe there it is good there and but i don't think that's all there is because they talk about in that book the purple 
lights, you know, the people with the purple and indigo lights. So you never see those souls. They're, they're, they're just gone. We don't know what they're doing. They, they assume in the book that they're like higher beings, you know, in, in the life right. lives. But I think <clears throat> personally, from my experience, from what my guides have explained to me and the best I understand is there is a place like the divine place where everyone lives when they're when they're not a living <laughs> and then you can go off and travel to see other things other like you could like, name yeah other planets you could name these or that you could name them like a dimension or you could say a place out of time or a place in time you know it's just a place that's not that like place where you all come from the divine place of love that's what i think it, where its souls come from right but i think you can leave that place if you want to and go do other things to develop who you are and uh become as unique as you possibly can be that's kind of like what i think we're here to do is become as unique as in possible. completion to what like to what end what's the goal to become as unique as possible but from there i don't know oh i mean for this lifetime yeah the soul contract would be something like like in that book where we like i i chose to come here and challenge myself to xyz finish this task and learn this 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 it's because i want to be why right you're saying why would i want to be this this and this i don't know that's kind, of, that's, that's kind of something that's mysterious to me too but i think that i feel it i feel like i want to go do those things like i feel like yes i want to do this podcast really bad yes i impulsively want to make uh you know, crystal ball, sterling silver ring <laughs> with a real crystal ball that moves and you can scry in it. So I will make that happen. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I, I, like, I can like, see it now. She's just going to be like, you know, I don't know. I think there's like, the one to get down in there. I think we got this creation side and this destruction side Excuse me. in nature. And I think those two are just like pulling and pushing and pulling and pushing. And that's in time though. But outside of time, I think it's a little different experience but i don't know what's like outside of time can't remember <laughs> you know yeah. or, or i haven't taken enough peyote <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i've got i've got a super creepy story if you're willing to hear it i would love to hear it yes okay so it it uh, before i tell you the story it's about the morning my mom passed away okay so it's, uh, I'll try not to make it like as graphic as it really felt for me, but um, my mom had lung cancer and she went down really, really fast. And I knew, like, I felt something was wrong. I was there with my mother-in-law when she passed, saw her, you know, go through the stages of dying and everything. Um, so I knew what to expect. And so the morning before, you know, the hospice nurse came and she said, well, I see it probably lasting till the weekend. And at this point, it was uh, like Tuesday, a couple years ago. And all day she slept. She didn't open her eyes once, which was not usual. So I kind of felt like we were getting there. And yeah, um, yeah. so she, she just slept and then she started having, uh, what do they call that crackly sound? Um, in their lungs when they're breathing mm -hmm. yeah I know what you're talking about death yeah. rattle yeah the death, death rattle, rattle. Yeah. yeah 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 so she started getting that but it wasn't quite as loud as it was for my mother-in-law although my mother-in-law didn't pass from lung cancer so I just thought it was you know things were just different than the way everybody said it might go and so I stayed up 
my, my aunt Trudy came home and she, she slept in the same bed as my mom. And, uh, she said around, I don't know, three o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, she was like, well, just, you know, go lay down in the living room. It's okay. I'll be here. I'm about to crawl in bed. She wore a CPAP mask, which if you know about those, they're really loud. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, I can't sleep. So I took a shower. I put some clothes in the washer, moved them over to the dryer, all in the span of like two hours. So then at quarter to five, Trudy wakes me up and she says, come here. I need your help. I need your help. And I was like, what is it? And she was like, it's your mom. And I, I've never leaped over a coffee table in my life. And it was a huge coffee table. And I just went whoosh over that coffee table. I bet. And I run in the room and she was laying there and her eyes were wide open. <clears throat> and she was staring at the ceiling and she was laying flat. And her fists had gripped the sheet. And... um her whole body was stiff now uh, her legs were stiff the the day before that's how we knew something was going on right and she kept saying well maybe we should lift her up so I lifted you know it took a lot of force but I was able to lift her up and sit her up and we put some pillows behind her and she started you know the guppy breathing where you know it's that time and you know I'm on the phone with my husband like you need to get here now I'm on the phone with the hospice guy. What do you mean it's going to be three hours? You know, <laughs> like my right, mom's right. It's in awful, those situations, I'm just yes. like a really aggressive person. And yes. um, she, you know, she got me breast for maybe two minutes and it was over. She passed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if that was peaceful for her. I don't know. I know she suffered a lot of her life for a lot of different reasons. Um. So she passed and it was going to be like three hours until the hospice guy could get there because he was out in like Etowah County, which was BFE, you know. Right. So I stayed in the room with her and I held her hand and I talked to her and I I knew she was gone, but it just it's a comforting thing. And um, me and Trudy started hearing this music. This, This is where it gets creepy, okay? we started hearing this music and we couldn't tell where it was coming from. So it played a little bit and then it stopped. And then, you know, like 15, 20 minutes later, it would play a little bit and then it would stop and we couldn't figure out what it was. And I was like, Hey, she had like this big bookshelf and up on the bookshelf, she had like this plant that mom had put there and it was the plant in its pot was flopped over on its side. Just, we don't I mean it was fine the day before yeah so then the music keeps playing the music keeps playing and I'm like is that in your purse and Trudy's like I think it is so we get her purse and she's got all this junk because she's an older lady she she keeps a lot of junk in her purse and Mm -hmm. at the very bottom of her purse was a broken cell phone that used to be my mom's and it was it was playing house of the rising sun which is one of her favorite songs. Oh my God. I still get have weird. The phone. It gets weird. It gets weird. It gets really weird. So it wouldn't turn on. I hit the power button. Like it was playing and the screen was on and it was lit up and everything. And not that it didn't say anybody was calling. It was just playing the ringtone of House of the Rising Sun. Mm. And I was like, 
what is it doing? And then power shut off, nothing. I couldn't get it to turn back on. So I plugged it in, charged it. It's a like a really old Android. So even if I charge it, it might stay on like 30 minutes. Right. So I charged it and I went into the settings and it was on vibrate where it, yeah. it shouldn't have been making any sound. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I still have pictures I took of the phone and when I turned it on and stuff. And it was so strange because when she passed within 15 minutes of her passing, my dad called me, my best friend called me, my other best friend called me. I think I got a message from Lisa. um, And they all were like, we just felt like we needed to check on you. Like (laughs) I just woke up out of a dead sleep. And within maybe two minutes of her passing, my brother woke up and came into the hallway just as we're still standing there in shock that like she just passed, you know, Mm -hmm. and I hear my brother in the hallway and I'm like, Oh my God. Like now I have to tell my brother, but is he younger or older or what? He's younger. He's eight years, my junior. He was 21 at the time. Okay. And, um, just a whole bunch of people woke up at the same time. And my grandpa told me later that he woke up about five o'clock, which is about the time she passed. Um, Some funnier part of the story, and that is the true creepy part, is the phone playing music. But a funnier part of the story, it's funny to me now, and I did apologize to the hospice guy. But when he got there, he, you know, he checks her pulse and everything, and he's like, well, do you want me to record the time of death is when you saw her pass or when I checked her pulse? And I was like, uh, when I saw her pass, you know? Right, right. Because I, well, I was her proxy and I was over all her stuff and all that. So he, uh, before she passed, she had contacted this funeral home that apparently takes payments uh, before you pass. So you can just go ahead and pay for your cremation or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But she ended up not getting around to paying them. She just had all the paperwork and I had filled it out, but there were some parts that I didn't understand. And the previous hospice nurse was like, well, just wait until um, she passes and they'll help you fill out the rest. I said, okay. So I, I show him this paperwork after he's already called them to say, hey, you know, got a pickup, need to do a cremation, yada, yada, yada. So I pulled this paperwork out and I was like, we may need to call them back because I don't know how to fill this paperwork out. And so he he lost the number that he had called mysteriously. He had it on a piece of paper, like a big notebook sized piece of paper. He lost that piece of paper in the span of like two seconds. And he ended up having to Google the funeral home. So he calls them and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about we don't take prepayments on cremations. Um, You didn't call us a few minutes ago. Apparently there's a company that scams people out of money and they use the same name as local funeral homes. Yes, absolutely. So (sighs) what a crappy thing to do to somebody. Well, how did that piece of paper go missing in the span of like two seconds? He hangs up. I say, hey, we need to call Thanks, him back. Mom. <laughs> and um, so he's like, well, hold on. 
um, you know, we, we, I can't go any further. I can't do anything. I can't allow a funeral home in here or anything till I call my supervisor and he's probably sleeping. And I was like, great. He's been gone for like three and a half hours. Great. What do you mean? You're not going to call the funeral home. She's right here. You know? So yeah. I'm already getting irritated, glad wow. that that piece of paper went missing and that mom didn't waste her money. Um, yes, of course. Although it ended up costing like twice as much as what, you know, the fake company had offered to get her cremated. Um, so he, you know, he was talking to me and he asked me, you know, do I feel like it was peaceful for her? And they're, they're kind of a religious hospice place. Cause my mom was, she grew up Pentecostal. So she was really, really religious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, honestly, I don't know. So I kind of told him what happened and I was like, you guys need to prepare people better for yeah. this because yeah. I mean, I still have PTSD in the yeah, thing. Okay. Cause I, I gave you like the really, really watered down version, Yeah, yeah. but I was like, you know, you guys really need to like make people aware that it can get ugly like really ugly yeah and he was like well you know we're we're trained to teach families on what to expect <laughs> and apparently <laughs> that was my breaking point because I jumped out of the chair and stuck my finger to his nose and I was like you need some better training you asshole <laughs> <laughs> and and I just like oh. Lisa and Megan know how I am I get when I do get triggered I get really angry and I screamed at him and my husband came in. He was like, come on, let's leave the room. I was like, no, he can leave. I'm staying right here. Did he? Did he leave? He did. He's I'm, on, I'm just going to give you a few minutes. And he okay. came back and I was like, look, I'm sorry. What I witnessed was really graphic. It's pr- not the most graphic thing I've seen in my life, but it's hard. It was very, it was very yeah. jarring. Yeah. And I said, you guys are lucky that my brother was not in the room because yeah. he would have gone crazy. I know yeah. how he is. And he was like, well, you know, we're just trained. I was like, nope, you can leave. We're, I'm not having this conversation again. Yeah. That poor hospice dude, like he was so humble. And I got to hand it to him. He he has probably dealt with far worse people than me. But the whole situation to the plant flopping over, the phone playing her song, and then that piece of paper going missing. Mm-hmm. And all the people and, waking up. Yeah. And yeah. all those people yeah. waking up. And she had just passed away. Like yeah. that had to be like some enormous transfer of energy. Yeah. Oh when yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. I just, I can't describe to you how it felt because I was mostly just in shock when it happened, but. Oh, I, the, I know how it feels. I, I've been there, done that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know the creepiness, exactly how it feels. Yeah. The creepiness of everything was just. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And it is hard when you're not um, expecting to see something like that, especially. Yeah, yeah, how can you ever be prepared? Yeah, I mean, I can't. I've never seen anything like that. I just couldn't. Oh, it's awful. I've seen it um, three or four times in my life already, and it's nothing for anybody to watch. Right. But um, I mean, I've seen animals die, but I haven't seen a person die before. It's awful. Like she said, it, it, it is horrible. Yeah. Just uh, in talking about someone passing in a room, though, how do you guys feel about a mirror being in the room when someone is dying? I know that uh, my family, the Irish, uh, a lot of the Irish people and Catholics, they would always cover mirrors up. But I, I, didn't, I just don't, I never really thought, I don't think much about mirrors. I know a lot of people 
very effective. Like, I think they can, I don't know, they have a lot of power, like, for some people, or they have, like, a something about them. But I just, the only thing I like, I just like them high up on the wall so they make a room look bigger. I don't know. It's like, I don't ever have any feelings. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I just think that's kind of neat how what they do is really cool. And, uh, yeah. you know, I remember this, the line from the They Might Be Giants song is like, you'll never see yourself in the mirror with your eyes closed. So, I mean, I, you know, I just never really <laughs> took them. <laughs> I never, I just think mirrors are just like kind of cool and I like them sewn into pillows at Elvis's. I don't know. I just never had a, like mirrors, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? They give I me the creeps. <laughs> I'm with you, Lisa. I haven't. It's creepier really to see him covered up, man. It's creepier to see those mirrors covered up because somebody just died. You know, yeah. it's like to me, like that's creepy. You know, to be somewhere and someone just died. But um, when someone's like you, for me, if I know someone is passing or I'm close to someone who knows someone is passing, and I'm aware of it, like they're in the hospital or something like that, then I can. I have a lot of strange experiences, let's put it that way. But when a sudden death happens, I usually have no no idea it's coming. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if I had to. I'm trying to think if I have a. I don't have a specific. I had a specific scary story picked out, but then I thought of like a couple others. But I don't know. I think, I guess my ghost in Auburn was pretty. It's not really a fabulous blow up ending, but it was pretty scary. I had a ghost in my apartment. And um, I didn't know that when I first, it was the only apartment that was still available at the last minute when I needed an apartment. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was moving in and they're like, it's the only one. And I was like, you don't have any? And they're like, no. And, I was and like, there's your sign. <laughs> really, I got in there and it's a, it's a college town. It's Auburn, Alabama, Auburn University. And it's a, it was a pretty nice place, you know, like getting a, a kind of an upgrade apartment. And there was this big stain on the kitchen floor. And and this is before I really explored the side of myself. I've been doing a little palmistry here and there. But um, I was like, I just had this thought, like immediate thought was somebody killed themselves right there. But I mean, I thought like that anyway. I was studying creative writing, you know, but I just thought that's what I should do with thinking like that. And uh, and then it just like kind of said, I just, I was like, no, 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 whatever. And um, so... I'd been there probably the first couple nights, nothing happened. And then it's like uh, the way this apartment was set up is he had the front door and then right in front of the front door, it kind of angles and you're, you'd be looking at the laundry room door and the bedroom, and then you go straight into the living room. So it's kind of weird little with a bunch of doors in one place, three doors. And uh, this laundry room had just one of those up and up and down, you know, like washer and dryer on top of each other, stackable thing and it just started opening it would just be open and I had no idea why it was just open like like every like after the first day or two so I just thought there was just some kind of glitch with it but it would really close you know I couldn't figure out how it was opening and at that time I had a boyfriend named Jamie and uh, he would stay with me a lot and he would notice the door and, and my bedroom door would do the same thing sometimes it would be if I had it closed and at night when I went to bed it'd be open in the morning or something like that and I hadn't opened it and when he was there he'd be like I didn't open it I was like you sleepwalking and uh so those and then sometimes the front door I'd come home and the front door would be open and it had been locked and mm -hmm. I'd just be like what's going on is this apartment complex what you know what's going on here are they doing you know blah 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 and um so finally uh, another really scary time. This one was actually scary before I figured out, I think what it, what I figured out what it was, but 
I was laying in bed and um, I went, I went to sleep and I, in the, where I, where the way that room was set up was like when I was laying down, the door would be at my feet, but a little, you know, like at, kind of at my feet facing like that way. And then in my closet was to my right. And in my closet on the ceiling was the attic. So um, I could see that because I had my closet door open. Yeah, Bunny shaking her head. She's knowing. And <laughs> guess what door was open when I woke up? <laughs> and I was really scared. So it was my bedroom door. So I got convinced somebody was coming through the apartment. I thought a neighbor, an apartment, neighboring apartment person was doing that, but I couldn't figure out who. I didn't really know anybody, but they didn't, none of them looked suspicious or seemed like they would do that. So I didn't know, but there's, there was like five buildings in this like row of townhouse type apartments. They aren't townhouses, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, I just then, have to say they didn't look suspicious. That's what I'm saying, but <laughs> it wasn't them. So uh, I got in the shower one day. It's probably about three months in, four months in. I think it was around November or December. And uh, I, I heard, I thought I heard when I was getting out of the shower and drying off, I thought I heard my boyfriend at the time, Jamie, jingling, like jiggling the doorknob, like trying to get the key in because sometimes there was troubles with the, with the door. Uh, there were troubles and so I was like I'm coming I'm coming I wrapped the towel around me and it was freezing it was winter it was December and for some reason it was freezing in Alabama but I opened the door I mean I didn't open the door I ran to the door and I looked down and I saw the door unlock and then I saw the doorknob turn and then the door opened about two inches and just uh-uh. real slow nope. no and I and I didn't move I didn't I didn't just stand there I was like nope. yanked it open and nobody was there guys I went running out there and I looked around nobody was anywhere and I was just like, <gasps> and I just like wrapped myself up in my towel and closed the door and just sat there because I knew that boyfriend, we, Jamie, he'd be there any minute and he saved me. I just sat there shivering and my hair like ice on it by the time he got there because he was running a little late. And I told him that he's like, no, no, no. So then he had the exact same thing happen to him about a week later when he was taking a shower. He heard the doorknob jiggle. He went out there and the door opened. And he said he went through the whole apartment with a the lid to the toilet trying to find someone because he was sure, <laughs> you know. And so anyway, I was just like, ah, it's a ghost. So I started like leaving doors open for it. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. And then it would still just keep open. The front door was really a problem. It didn't do anything but open doors. And it was, it was scary when it happened, when you look at it and it happened, because that's the only time I ever looked at it when it was happening. And, it was, and you know, you know, you know, when you're in a towel, you feel vulnerable anyway. <laughs> you know? and, and you're alone. Yeah. Alone, no yeah. Doubt. And so I'm that's not- exactly a good point, Misty, because I got a cat and that stopped everything. <laughs> I got a cat and that's not the reason I mean, wanted Stop a cat, but it. I was, that, that, that stopped it. Never, no other door never opened no again. Way. The ghost like the cat. Yeah. Hmm. cats are cats are yeah, yeah. supernatural yeah they already are. yeah he's a kitten too he's a little, little baby mm-hmm. fluffy asriel yeah that was a crazy mm-hmm. one but it was it was pretty scary i mean that, that's what made this 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 one it felt like to me before you know i didn't think about it as a psychic way but when i thought about it i was like well if it is a ghost and i believe it is i think this cat made that ghost happy and that ghost didn't want the cat to get outside or get trapped inside the laundry room. That's what it okay. felt like to me. But I'm a very okay. positive person. That's probably I wasn't what then. it was. That's what it felt Good like. It felt like a, it felt like a young person energy. Like you know, I don't know, like someone who would just trapped in there and just you know. Then they were like, oh, a kitty, you know. <laughs> 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 so that's kind of what it felt like. I don't know. So. 
That's well, probably what the, is, if that's what you felt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. In in the spirit of Halloween, I got a really good scary story that is not paranormal, but it's still scary. Okay. I I'm a pretty brave person, except when it comes to bugs. All right. <laughs> okay. You just have no idea where this is going. Um, when I lived in Birmingham, I lived in this house where when you come in the door, you can go down the hall, turn to the right, there's the kitchen, turn to the right, there's the dining room, turn to the right, there's the front door. So it's like a big oval. And um, I saw a spider in the kitchen and it was a pretty big spider. You know, if you put two eyeballs together, it was about that big. And uh, so Damn. I was like, oh. I'm brave. I can do it. I can do it. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, <laughs> well, all I have is like some hairspray and a spatula. Yeah. You need a lighter and you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't even just hairspray. It was freezing spray. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so I go after this spider <laughs> and I chase it around. Like I chase it from the kitchen to the dining room, to the front door, down the hallway, back to the kitchen and as it's going towards the dining room, and this thing is pretty fast. Like I see that, yeah. <laughs> I was struggling to keep up with it. This thing about faced on me. It did a 180 and came no. at me. No, it, it was a total come at me bro moment because <laughs> I, I screamed through the freezing spray, spatula went in the air, and I jumped on the counter, and that thing stayed at the bottom of the counter on the floor. And I just <laughs> I sat Indian style and I kept looking down at it like you. You know, <laughs> and I stayed on that kitchen counter until somebody came home. It was like oh. 25 minutes. I was not coming off that. Okay, counter. and was the spider still there when the person came? Yes, and they no, stopped no. on it. Oh, of course. Good old trap like, spider oh. stories. How did you feel when he stomped on it? Like grateful or satisfied? Or satisfied? Okay, there you go. Yeah. You won. You won by a proxy. the only thing that would have made that story even creepier is if he stomped on it and baby spiders came out yeah i read that luckily that's creepy man that's a luckily that's not what happened but like (laughs) that's like me telling a wasp you know that it's i don't know how you feel about cussing on your I we do it, but you know okay. it's not a problem. At one time. <laughs> well, that's that's like me looking at a wasp and calling it a punk ass bitch, and it about facing and coming at me. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't have a good I, relationship with bugs. Yeah, I like bugs, but not wasps. I'm allergic to them, man. But they're 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 Mm-mm. they come after me sometimes. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got my I've had a scary I've had lots of scary bug stories. I think I've talked about the roach up on my hand. I mean, bugs like. They, especially like like slugs i've always had a thing with slugs around but um i don't really mind them i just don't want them in my tub when i'm taking a shower but it's just like what mm-hmm. they're kind of like weird but like as i got older i kind of like oh i was a kid i always liked slugs so now i kind of think of them as like maybe there's a fairy on it you know <laughs> and i just can't do anything about that so yeah. i'll take them outside but you don't want to touch them because i can hurt them you know, salt on your hand so i always like kind of get them on a towel like a paper towel and put them outside so like but i guess the scariest like 
I'm trying to think of the scariest, just like creeper, like heebie-jeebies bug. Oh, it's not really, it wasn't really scary, but I had a, like a red-tailed boa go through my belt loop one time when I was sitting on someone's bed. It went all the way through me. all my belt loops. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, I mean, it was long enough to go all the way around me, but it was like thin enough to fit inside the loops. And... <laughs> And the guy no. with, like had to like slowly, he knew his snake. So luckily he knew his snake. That sounds really bad, man. We don't cuss on the show. And uh, he pulled it out really slowly. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> so I just stayed as calm as possible. You oh know, I wasn't gosh. scared of it anyway, but then I was just like a little bit, oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a no. minute. This is very tight. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he pulled her out through my belt loops. And the thing is, is like she had eaten a mouse like the day or day before or something, the day before or the day before that. So she had a little lump in her and we were kind of like, we're going to, I was like, I don't know why we didn't think to just cut them, but I, mean, I think it was an issue where she was kind of fat going through some of them so we thought yeah. we couldn't get the scissors in without hurting her you know and it was like yeah. just kind of like let's fix this now situation and he just <gasps> oh my god <laughs> oh i would have died <laughs> i would have died and well, that's you- so funny because i'm terrified of snakes and my husband collects them <laughs> yeah yeah he's really he knows how it's to keep crazy. you in line that's really scary <laughs> keeping you in line must be a scary job so that's a great, uh, it, great is, move. it is it is <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, megan you got any more scary stories for us uh no no not really um i've been scared by some ghost animals but, but oh yeah I, tell us about I that i feel like oh um Uh, Okay, so my ex-husband, one time we were living in his mother's basement for a little bit, and her basement was unfinished, and they've had a lot of animals throughout the years, Um, but she's like, oh, there's something downstairs, just so you know, when you see something, we don't know what it is, but it's down there, and I'm like, okay, 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 yeah, (laughs) and, um, you know, I did start seeing, like, this shadow thing. And it led into research about how, like, there's a whole genre of ghosts called shadow men that are, yeah, um, I mean, it was a long time ago, but it basically, I think it has to do with, like, frequency, like, there are high frequencies and low frequencies, so those entities exist on, on those type of levels, and that's how they're, like, manifest into, like, our reality. Whoa. That's so like they only have enough energy to manifest themselves or they can only gather enough energy to manifest themselves as shadows. They know nothing okay. else. Is that like the shadow people that people talk about? Is that the same yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, so th- I'm really curious about that. Shadow people have been I fascinating do. me since I've known a lot of people who've seen them and had experiences with them. What do y'all think they are? Do they, Okay, for listeners who don't know what shadow people are, uh, Google it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because nobody does. Nobody knows, supposedly, what they are. But some people have these beings or entities or energies or whatever they call them personally, a shadow people, and they look like a shadow. So, Megan, what did you learn? What, you, what were you saying? They, they have, like, not enough energy to manifest, but they're, like, a lower energy, kind of, or a higher energy, or... No, yeah, that's that's just personally what I think. Um, oh, I, I want to know what you I personally was, think. <laughs> I think the same thing. That's funny that she said that because I think it's a lower energy as well. Right, they don't have energy for anything else, you know. And right, right. I think that also kind of to me 
would reflect like their frame of mind and their ability. So they can only kind of half-ass manifest themselves in this world as a shadow because that's kind of how they view themselves. Oh, interesting. yeah. I, I Plus, I think it has to do with, you know, like a, a lot of energetic, but who knows? I know you sound like you know. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. convinced. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Just a well, feeling. Anybody else got a scary thought? Last, last parting words for Halloween. You know, I mean, should people trick or should they treat? Like, at least advice. <laughs> they should That's treat. A it's Halloween. been a hard. It's been a hard year. I think everybody should treat themselves. I think that's a good idea. Yo, yeah. self. I'm thinking treat. some tricks would be fun. <laughs> yes, well, yes. that too. We'll trick you. <laughs> that too. I, uh, <laughs> I. I think my advice is, uh, or or final thought is. If you're going to trick, make sure you do your research. <laughs> there you go. No Ouija boards alone. <laughs> no Ouija <laughs> boards alone. <laughs> but do do your research so you don't mess it up and end up summoning Satan himself or something mm. like that. Yeah. And uh, Misty, trick or treat, what advice do you have other than don't play with you know, by yourself? I think that from all the stories, from everything that you guys have said tonight, you know everybody's saying I think that's how I felt that's how I felt and so uh my last words would be like hey go with that gut if you think that's what it is that's probably what it is so good point yeah if you think that it was just a kid in the college dorm that was opening doors you know then that's probably what it was or you know, uh, uh, vice versa. You know, I really think that you should go with your gut and, and you can probably figure it out what, what it is that's haunting you. <laughs> right now, the uh, urge for some sushi is <laughs> haunting me. <laughs> it's like, your cats are like, sushi mama. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they do like it when the sushi happens. Yeah, I try to give them wet food first, but they, they yeah, I'll give them a couple pieces and then I'll give them wet food and get to have my sushi. You know? <laughs> Stay away! <laughs> uh, trick or treat, Megan. What do you want to give any last insights for, for any listeners for Halloween? Ooh, I think that um, I agree with Misty that our greatest teachers are ourselves and it can be yourself. You just have to like listen and trust that intuition. There's so many times where I was like giving a reading and I would have like this, this voice screaming in my head, like uh, she's adopted or he's cheating. And you know, like, I can't say those things. So I kind of like say around it and then the person like just comes out and says yes actually I was adopted and I'm like oh my gosh I should have said that so nah. listen to the, mm-hmm. listen to that voice yes, yes yeah yeah I have a hard time doing that a lot of listening to that voice it tells me a lot of misinformation too I think uh to see trick or treat for me I would like to see a trick um Yes, if you are going to perform tricks research, but if you think you might get tricked, be psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, psychic. as far as a treatment, yeah, have some have some celebrating times on this Halloween. Have the you don't have to give out candy this year. Keep it. Still buy it. We need to support local businesses. <laughs> Try that candy. yourself. Try Treat yourself. Maybe some pumpkin spice right. beer. I don't know. Whatever you go for. 
I hope everybody has a very, very dangerous Halloween and <laughs> at least scary. Maybe everybody will go out and try something new. It's a full moon this Halloween. Mm, and not only that, it's a blue moon. It's a blue and, moon. Yeah, it's a two moons in one month. And I think there's some interesting astrology surrounding this moon that points to like really big explosive new beginnings of most signs, a lot of progress. So I'm looking forward to that <laughs> happening after like that, hopefully happening. I don't know. I follow, I've been following astrology a lot lately and this is supposed to be a really big moon. I yes. was, I was going to make a joke. Rise of the Geminis. Yeah. <laughs> do you think they always think they're rising or do they? <laughs> We're always <laughs> rising. <laughs> We're always rising. That's a Leo. One of them is. <laughs> yeah, one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. And the and Bunny and Misty and Megan, thank you so much for coming to the show and doing a Halloween episode with me. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And have a great night. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.